0: Hey friends, welcome back to Mavericks and Misfits. I'm really encouraged that you have tuned in to today's episode. It's the first time in, good night, right at two years ago, we started this podcast, um, like a hundred and I don't know how many episodes, but it's the first time that I've ever had a guest in the uh, studio with me to do a recording and it's my favorite guest because it's my favorite person the one and only woman of mystery and intrigue that everybody is interested in and everybody wants to know who is this woman named amy lyle well this is my precious wife and she's here with me today say hey to everybody baby I'm so glad that you said yes. This is not Amy's favorite motif. Amy is designed by God uh, really to excel in the shadows. She prefers the background and doesn't always love being out front. But she has graciously said yes today because in this season in her life, really for the last couple of years, the Lord has... um, Just shown that his part of his plan for Amy's life is to not let her be that perpetual background singer, background vocalist, background, you know, person moving without. you know, ever being noticed, which is her comfort zone. But over the last several years, God has um, given indicators that that would not be his ongoing plan for her. And so she's got a lot of things that are happening right now in the season. By the time this episode of Mavericks and Misfits hits the air, she would have recently done a women's conference for the women at the church at War Hill. Of course, she has uh, really, really been blessed to be part of the, um, north georgia revivals women's conference and i believe you're doing that again in january
1: yes i am yeah
0: you just got that invitation and um of course some of you know that she has um A ministry where she uh, mentors, counsels. I don't know if we're allowed to use the counseling word legally, but you pour into women, and um, you know. I'm just for one. I'm just proud of you. A lot of people know your story, and um, to see you coming out of the shadows. But the thing that I wanted to really just take today's episode of. Mavericks and Misfits and talk about it is this new project that you have with your precious friend Lauren Atkinson. And you guys are gonna be beginning a podcast together. And what I wanted to do, because you guys flow with similar kind of vibes that we do on Mavericks and Misfits. And by the way, let me just say this. If you think I'm a Maverick, you don't know Amy. If if Amy Lyle makes me look like a conformist, people think that she's sweet. When I I told a, a friend of ours a couple of months ago that Amy is not a classical rule follower. This lady was shocked. She's like, your wife is a rule follower. I'm like, my wife is the classical non-rule follower. If it doesn't make sense to her, she doesn't think it's necessary. So everything's optional. But um, the the DNA of what you and Lauren are going to do is um, really – I don't know any two women that are doing anything like this. Tell us, tell us, tell us the name of the podcast. Tell us what you guys are going to be focusing on, and just you know whatever else the Lord's got on your heart.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on today. Well, you're
0: welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, so Lauren and I are gifted very similarly, which is it's kind of interesting because her and I are very different in personality, but we are very similar in gifting. And so the Lord really brought our hearts together and we just became fast friends because we hear similarly from the Lord. And so we're going to begin a podcast, which also will be on her YouTube channel. And hopefully at some point we'll also be doing video, but the podcast will be called In Time Courage with Lauren and Amy.
0: Like it. That sounds great. So, In Time Courage with Lauren and Amy. The YouTube channel is already up. I know y'all don't have any new material because she's basically relaunching her existing audience on her YouTube channel and folding them into what you guys are beginning. And she's got like tons of social media followers. Lauren is, by the way, for you guys that don't know Lauren, you will, but she's she's powerhouse prophetic. She is a flamethrower. But she's actually not like obnoxiously so. Have you ever met prophetic people that have just always got to say something? That's not her. She always has something to say. But if she doesn't have something to say, she's fine being quiet. But she is like straight up uh, preparing people for the end of the age. And so, what do you have any idea? I mean, she's got she's got tons of people on social media, large. Patreon following, Facebook following, YouTube, all of that stuff, right?
1: She does, and because she's been doing this a whole lot longer than what I have been. I believe she really stepped into her calling around 2013 or 14. I might be off a a couple of years, but anyway, much longer than what I've been doing this, and so the Lord has blessed her, given her favor with, with many people, so her following is uh, really incredible. She has a wonderful following and people really respect her. They listen to her. She has gained their trust and has really welcomed me into joining her in something that she has really created and, and built the foundation long before I was friends with her.
0: And you guys are gonna focus, it's called end time courage. So obviously it's gonna have what we call a eschatological view, a view towards the end times. Lauren on the stuff where I've listened to her both online and then, you know, one-on-one, she doesn't pull any punches. She's saying, "Look, Jesus is coming back. The end times events are already beginning to be played out. Most of the church is terribly unprepared." So she's going to carry that sense of intensity and urgency to it. I know, but how how does how, how is it that what you and she carry individually? form together in what you guys are going to do in this podcast. What should listeners expect? And it's not women only. You're not, you're, 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 it's not an exclusively female audience at all.
1: No, it's not.
0: So what do you guys, what do you think it's going to look like? I know it's going to be organic and you're, you're literally just getting out of the gate on this thing, but what's it going to look like?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting because Lauren has been giving advice on her Patreon, on Facebook lives, um, about wealth about being good stewards of our money while also feeling the desire to prepare the bride for the coming of jesus and i was not really getting on to talk about money but yet we realized that we had this commonality between us that even though my passions were very different It was still all about preparing the bride of Christ for his return because we need to be not only prepared spiritually, but physically, mentally, emotionally, that when a woman who is a bride is getting ready for her her wedding, she's preparing more than just spiritually ready to be one with her husband. She's preparing physically, mentally, emotionally, emotionally, to leave her past behind, to leave and cleave. What does that look like physically, monetarily? And, and so the Lord brought us together in this kind of same passion about that he's going to return and what does that look like and are we prepared? But yet he's gifted us to prepare the bride in different ways but it's still preparation for his coming. And so as we begin to talk we realize we're we're very much passionate about the same thing about the same event that's coming and the two of us together are able to prepare the bride better than what we would apart because we we are carrying two different parts of the same equation. And so we're really we're just really excited about this because we do believe both of us that Jesus is coming soon. And of course we don't know the time, but whether it's 10 years or 20 years, uh, you know, there's, there's preparation that needs to be made. He's instructed us to prepare for that day. And most of us are not prepared in ways that we don't even realize that we need to be.
0: Well, and I remember several years ago, I don't know, you can probably fill in the gaps, but you started getting some pretty intense prophetic dreams from the Lord, even before you and I really were comfortable flowing in what we would now call the prophetic um your gift very different than my gift um but your gift is is more of a seer a prophetic seer god speaks f- frequently to you in dreams and you began stewarding these dreams you've been keeping a dream journal for years and then you you would look back in that journal and find out how those dreams that at the time made very little sense six months, a year, two years, three years down the road, they make perfect sense. And you're able to see what God was doing. But a lot of your stuff was focusing on wheat and bread and grain specifically, which you were the first person I remember hearing talk about this, like with urgency. And this goes back, I want to say a couple of years ago, where it went from just me and you having husband-wife conversations about the dreams about bread and stuff, to, hey, Jeff, this is the Lord. Um, We need to get ready. There's going to be worldwide famine and grain. Talk Talk to the audience a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, that was really an interesting time period because, one, I think that our generation is so used to fast food mentality that we apply that even to the prophetic. That if we hear something and it doesn't, we don't see the ramifications or something happening within a couple of months of a dream or a vision, we assume we missed it. And we forget that even in the Bible, you know, when the Lord came and talked to Abraham and Sarah about a baby, you know, there, most of us in our time would have said that Abraham did not hear the Lord.
0: Totally. Cause it took 25 more years. Before you know Isaac came along,
1: exactly, and we, we're not used to that. We, you know, we we have said and you know have judged things prematurely that we assume were wrong, and it was just because the the time frame had not come about that we forget that God doesn't he doesn't fit in our time, and so he can give dreams and visions about things that won't happen for ten or fifteen years. And during that time, a lot of people can be doubtful of the things that they've heard from the Lord and they think that they heard wrongly when really it's just, it hasn't been fulfilled yet. And so the Lord started really speaking to me about bread, about grain. And at first I thought it was just because it's such a healthy, it's just a healthy thing to do, uh, making your own bread and grinding your own grain. You know, we we brought a mill into our house, you know, probably 10 years ago, maybe even longer than that. A grain mill. A grain yeah. mill. And we started making our own bread. And at the time, I think I just thought it was a, a good idea, especially after the wreck, that it would be something that was very healthy for us. And if you've not researched the benefits of milling your own grain, I highly, highly recommend it. It, it is an amazing food. The body needs 44 uh, nutrients to uh, thrive, not just nutrients, but vitamins. And uh, milling your own grain will provide you 40 of those 44 uh, nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. And there's no other food on the planet that can offer that. And so I'm just thinking that this is a good idea. Oh, I saw something. I'm going to get it, you know, invested into this, I'm going to do it. And see what the health benefits are. And then it was after that that I really started paying attention to Bible verses that talk about bread. And there's a scripture that says, why do you spend your money on that which is actually not bread? And then realizing how bread, how wheat was God's famine food back in the Old Testament, that Joseph, you know, stored up grain and it fed the people when famine hit, that grain, before it's milled, um, as long as it's in an airtight container, can survive for hundreds and hundreds of years. And so that, that in itself is amazing. Um, even after all the Egyptian pyramids uh, were built and they finally found them, they went inside and they found that they had stored grain in there because that was such an important you know, part of their history. And
0: they planted it and, and the, it grew. Yes, it did. Like they planted it in present day time after it had been stored for thousands of years. And when they planted it,
1: it grew into brand new crops. Yes, it did. Yeah. And it fed them. And that's amazing. And of course, the pyramids were airtight and it was out of the sun. So it was being stored much like we store our grain now.
0: So you feel like the... When, when God began to speak to you about that, you didn't really recognize it initially Is it was more, not hobby, I don't want to trivialize it, but it was, it was less than a prophetic urgency. But then the dreams began to increase. I know he gave you dreams about helping women, and then dreams about communal living, dreams about harvesting, dreams about famine. And so, and you were, it was funny because now you have several national, international prophets, That have been saying this for about nine months to a year, but we're going back three or four years. And and when you started putting out little videos about this, you were, you know, you're just being Amy. You weren't being, thus saith the Lord. You weren't trying to be dramatic or anything. But you started getting known as the bread lady. And that's when I think that's kind of some of the stuff that Lauren Atkinson saw, and she started realizing Amy's talking way more than just bread here. This is this is the Lord. And so somehow. In that kind of dynamic where you and she started talking and y'all spent time together and everything, you realized what she carried and what you carried was pointing in the same direction that the Lord was speaking to you two, among other individuals, my people are not ready. It's not going to be a sweet, easy transition with a big wind and God's going to catch everybody up gloriously to heaven, but recognizing severe, severe times are going to come and you're, you're convinced that it's going to include famine.
1: I I am. And, you know, if we believe the scripture, it says that, you know, a loaf of bread will be a day's wage. Correct. And, you know, it says that.
0: Yeah. And that's a, that's an end times verse. That's not a historical verse that's pointing towards the future.
1: Yes. That's yeah. an end times verse. And, and I tell people, you know, if you don't, um, agree with me in my eschatology, that's fine. Even if you are uh, pre-rapture, you know, that you believe that he will come, that we will be raptured out before the tribulation you still don't know how rough it could be before the rapture. None of us, none of us know that and we're already seeing food shortages. And so what was interesting is um, I think in our personality, how we're different, Lauren will know that she's heard from the Lord and then she will start speaking on that subject what i have found is i start speaking on a subject thinking it's a good idea and then i turn around and realize oh that that was the lord yeah that mm-hmm. was god in it and so when i was doing these videos i wasn't really thinking that he was having me do it i was just thinking oh i want to help people i'm i'm very motivated by helping women and then i turn around and realize oh this was more prophetic than what i even realized and so this bread thing, and I, and I have been, I, I went on vacation um, back in July and even had someone eight hours away come up and tell me, oh, you're the bread lady. And I just started giggling because in most of my videos that I posted, I kept saying, I don't really want to be known as the crazy bread lady But now I have people all over America who messaged me weekly, asking me questions about bread and grain and how to make muffins and how to make cookies. And as far as I know, I've answered all of those messages. I I delight in doing so. But I do believe that uh, that famine, at least food shortages, are, are going to come. And so we need to be prepared for that as believers we are the ones who need to be prepared to even help a lost community and to be able to provide for them as well this isn't just about hoarding this isn't i've tried to tell people this is not about hoarding and taking care of, you know, our four and no more. No, this is about teaching others that don't have a relationship with the Lord and maybe even using that as a as a means to witness to them that you can provide for them in a time that, that it's going to be hard. So I start take, talking about this bread, and then it's, you know, almost a year later, that uh profits are getting online and talking about famine and talking about wheat
0: grain shortages all over the world the whole russia ukraine what is it ukraine was like a major producer of grain and the war has completely i mean there's nothing going out of the ukraine right now and which has increased issues and prices and expenses here in america there i mean you go back three months ago you it was getting hard to find grain from to to buy like uh, like uh, what do you call it not commercially but uh, people just wanting to go online and find grain to buy it became harder and harder it went up in price like by 40 50 percent and I know you and I as a family we, we were like okay Amy comes to me so Amy, this is this is guys listen to your wife if your wife listens to the Lord and hears from the Lord um, you know when she needs to be in the front of the line and you need to get behind her. And when Amy came to me um, early this year, maybe even been late last year, and she's like, uh, we need to buy about four years worth of grain and store it. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then I saw how much that was going to cost. I said, Can we revisit this? Because this is expensive. But when I when I look into my wife's eyes, she's like, This is not for right now. This is for what's coming. And so it took us months and months and months to do it. But we tried to work towards that goal. And so, um, you know, I think the 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 reality for for a lot of people is we just assume that the the constructs culturally that we come to rely on, you know, gas, transportation, economy. Health, fitness, commerce, you know, I mean, guys, during COVID, everybody freaked because they didn't think we we're going to get toilet paper. And it's like it doesn't take much to upset the ecosystem in America. And it's, it's one thing when we're talking about toilet paper. It's another thing when we're talking about food. And so this is an opportunity, and I would I'm, I'm going to give I'm going to tell people where to go to contact you because one of the things I want to mention, um, and this is what I'm about to mention, is exclusively woman to woman. Amy does some online mentoring. She does I think a Monday night group with a um, a group of women where she pours into them for about an hour every Monday night, and she does have some one on one ministry to where she. Uh, guides, people, mentors, coaches, whatever. But those slots are currently filled. But um, the I want to direct people to um, spiritualmama.com. And I made this website for Amy. So, yes, it looks a little bit not awesome. But it's spiritual-mama.com and if you're interested in maybe getting a little bit more in understanding information or benefiting from some of the stuff amy's talking about um you can join her patreon group and listen this is how you know this is how amy flows she can't do one-on-one at one point i remember her, her coming to me hope you don't mind me saying this crying because she had 40 people waiting for a lunch meeting with her i'm not exaggerating 40 women that were wanting a lunch meeting with Amy. And she's like, Jeff, I just can't minister like this. I can't do it. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I have limited physical capacity, uh, time capacity. And so we, we started talking and said, you're gonna have to set up a group where you can pour into women. And so if you're interested in learning how to connect with Amy, on her, it's called Patreon. It's just a, it's a, it's a, a, platform that is a video platform where she connects with this group that she pours into. Um, go to spiritual.mama.com, excuse me, spiritual-mama.com, and then there's a little contact form there. It says get in touch. Just fill it out. It'll send an email to Amy if you're interested in it. It's for ladies only. It's so funny. Like we got these dudes that reach out to my wife like frequently. Like Messenger on Facebook, hey, good looking and all this stuff. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, if you're a dude and you're listening to Mavericks and Misfits, the Patreon part is not for you. You're not going to get in the group with, you know, 15, 20 women and be a part of it. But um, the podcast thing that you and Lauren are going to do is going to be a platform that's going to benefit both men and women. And so when do you think that the those that are listening here today, are we weeks out? Are we months out? I feel like it's weeks.
1: Yeah, we're, we're just a couple of weeks out from putting out this podcast and it's going to be great. It's, I mean, we feel the Lord's, uh, just stirring on it. We feel his, just uh, his spirit on this and, and you're right. Monday night I meet from eight o'clock, nine o'clock Eastern standard time. I teach for about an hour. I really share my heart And it's over Zoom. Yeah, it's a Zoom call. That's how we do it. We do it as a Zoom call so we can all see each other's faces. And it feels like a little community that that I'm creating, that we're creating together. And it's a great way for just women to come together without having to leave their homes. Um, Some of them put their kids to bed and then jump on. And I'm really, really enjoying doing this the lord gives me something every single week to to share with these ladies we've become really great friends i love 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 my zoom call on monday nights i love the ladies uh, that are on it and and really it started out as kind of a bread thing it's really gone past that to where i'm more teaching the bible and more sharing prophetically but I did it for women so that women would have a safe place to share as wives and moms. And usually when you're talking about baking bread, you're talking to women. They're the ones that are in the kitchen baking for their families. And But the podcast is going to cover a lot of different things. It's going to uh, cover cryptocurrency, um, about how to invest to get ready for the end times, Uh, That is Lauren's uh, forte.
0: And she's done amazingly in that. I don't know any details, but I do know for a fact that Lauren was a couple of years ahead of the crypto curve, got in early and has researched like she is a vault of information on that. I don't even understand crypto, but based on what Lauren had been sharing with us, you and I said, we're going to invest, we're going to do some of this. And so it's diversifying. So you're not only talking, you're talking kingdom stuff. You're talking about in-time events. You're talking about, you know, conditions of the heart, spiritual formation. How are you feeling? How are you thinking? Where's your heart at with God? Who are you running with? So it's really just a, it's a format for whatever the Lord wants to highlight from week to week that you guys are going to be speaking into.
1: Yes. And I would, I would really want to say this as well, that, that this is not about fear. In fact, we're calling it in time courage because the, this is not about fear. This is not, oh, no, we're going to go in famine. What in the world are we going to do-, do? No, this is about preparation. Exactly. And, you know, yes, the Lord can perform miracles. The Lord can... Um, bring food out of nothing. But I even say when he, um, when he did his miracle with the loaves and fish, he used what they had. He didn't just create food out of nothing. He used what he, they had, and he multiplied that. And in the time of Joseph, I mean, there, there were certainly miracles that could have been done, but no, he showed Joseph to prepare. And so he didn't just come up and have all this grain show up out of nothing. Um, The fear was, was done away with by the preparation and so Yes, I know that there's the, the mindset of like, well, the Lord will just provide. Well, he does, but sometimes he tells us to prepare as well.
0: Well, there's a fine line between faith and presumption. And I've found this out a lot that people are just like, oh, God's going to take care of me. Well, be careful that God isn't trying to take care of you ahead of time by preparing you, giving you steps to action, warning, us, saying, hey, look, you need to get ready. I, I think it's presumption when we say, yeah, I think I think God been trying, might be trying to tell me to get with it and prepare, but I don't really want to do that, but I'm sure he'll take care of me if everything falls apart. Well, maybe he won't because your actual, what you're calling faith is actually presumption and presumption is disobedience. So I appreciate the fact that you guys are a not, you know, the sky is falling, trying to frighten everybody. Neither you nor Lauren have that in your DNA. Neither one of y'all are like, oh no, let's run and hide. Y'all are very proactive and, and really living in a, a proactive preparation kind of mentality, um, I would tend to be different. I would tend to be kind of like, eh, let's let it ride a little bit while we'll see what happens and we'll respond in the end. But Amy's, like, God's given her wisdom to show, it's like, no, there are some things you need to do ahead of time. And so um, I think that when you guys kick that thing off, and I think this podcast is probably going to go out. At the end of October, we usually have a week or so before between recording and releasing, probably go out at the end of October. And your first episode should be up and running by then. And again, we're doing this small, um, we're we're trying to be good stewards of money. I told Lauren and Amy, let me help y'all get started. We can do the audio easy. I've got a couple of cameras around here from our Transforming Truth stuff that we may throw some video up on. But eventually we want to do it at a level that is just, you know, pleasant to look at. We want it to be video Um, And, you know, to put it out there. But if people want to, by the time this goes out, if they want to watch that first episode, maybe even two episodes by then, they just go to YouTube and look and search or go to Google search YouTube "End time courage with Lauren and Amy. Yes. That's it, right? And we'll be
1: putting it out on our Facebook pages. And so if you follow um, me, Amy Lyle, or Lauren, Lauren Atkinson, you can follow us on Facebook. We'll be putting it out on our Instagrams. And um, we're hoping to, at some point, be on Spotify and some of the other channels that are specific for a podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. We're going to get you out there on all of that stuff. Yep.
1: Yeah. We we really want to to, to touch as many lives as possible. And again, not not because it's about us, because we're, we are literally taking time out of our schedules because we have such a heart for the people and we feel like the Lord has shown us um, and given us wisdom and in helping people prepare and that is really that is really our hearts in this and so and I also want to say too that there will be something for everyone not everyone can go out and buy even a year's worth of grain and of course that is what is beautiful about the body of christ it's that those who are hearing from the lord and who can do that we're we are responsible to do that for the people who can't as well that's always been a kingdom principle that those that have been blessed are are used by god to help those who might struggle in this area and so If you're someone who's like, you know what, I'm on a fixed income, I'm a single mom, I can't jump on this this bread-making bandwagon of yours, I don't have, you know, thousands of dollars to invest in crypto, that's okay. Go ahead and tune in. There's going to be something for everyone.
0: Yeah, and and if nothing else, being a part of the community that you guys are developing, both with, you know, spiritualmama.com and you've got Lauren Akazin and all of her, you know she's just got a multitude of stuff going on. And then of course, as y'all approach in time, courage with Lauren and Amy, it's, it's about connecting to a community. And so even if you don't have the actual access to to an action item right there to, okay, I hear what they're saying. I'm going to do this. You're going to be connected to people. And as things develop in the culture and you guys need to watch what happens, I I know it's an election year and, you know, prophetic people say this every election year, but like, Everybody's getting it right now. Between now and the early months of 2023, there's going to be some pretty significantly major, major shifts. And the stuff that we're talking about right now that may just seem a little bit kind of like edgy or peripheral kind of stuff, um, I promise you it's going to come front and center. Because there will be some collapsing international of some structures, some global structures, some governmental structures, some financial structures, some even here back home, some cultural stuff. And so, again, this is not about what is happening today. That's the whole nature of prophetic ministry. Prophetic ministry speaks in the now about what is coming next. And so when you're hearing these kind of things from people that, you know, are not, you know, Amy and Lauren are not weird weirdos. There's lots of prophetic weirdos out there, but these are two very balanced women. They're moms. They're raising kids. They're doing life. And what's very interesting is, like, for you sitting here in front of a microphone and a computer, that's your sweet spot. You don't love. You don't like platform ministry. You don't want to be front and center, right?
1: Oh no, not at all. In fact, this is even a little bit of a stretch. Um, my happy place is is my time with the Lord. I love going in my closet and and just. Uh, praying and hearing from the Lord—that is really my passion, and that is really what's so interesting about how all of this came about. Because for five or six years, I have just wanted to be an intercessor. Lord, I want to hear your heart. I want to know your heart. I want to know what you think about things. And He began showing me, and I was just really content to to hear Him, to get to know Him on a personal level. And then I realized just even in the last year that he's showing me think these things to share. And I didn't count on that. Yeah. I, um <laughs>
0: Well, you're an introvert, and you prefer not to have to share anything.
1: Yes, I. I. I just was happy to just know. I, you know, I. I really enjoy Mary's verse about, "I'm just going to ponder all this in my heart," and I really enjoy hearing from the Lord and pondering things in my heart. And when people used to ask me, you know, how was it being, you know, in your Baptist church where you were kind of by behind Jeff, not in the spotlight, working in the nursery, you know, making potluck meals and never saying anything. And I tell people, um, it was great. (laughs) And you know, when people say, did you feel oppressed? I'm like, not one bit because I was, you felt protected. I felt very protected and I was happy there. Mm -hmm. And so it's the Lord and anyone who knows me, Well knows that this is a big step for me because I prefer to be at home in my little quiet place with the Lord. And as he has been urging me that I'm showing you these things to share, not just for you and your family, but that's almost selfish that I want you to go out and I want you to love the people and to share with them what I'm showing you. And so this is a step of obedience for me. It's not something that... I have ever wanted. I definitely don't love the platform and I don't like, I I definitely don't like speaking (laughs) publicly. That, That brings a sense of nervousness to me, but I do it because I'm obedient and the Lord has given me something to share. But it's definitely... Um, not where I would want to go in my personality and what's interesting is even all of this I mean you remember I was pregnant with Alicia when like Y2K was happening oh, yeah. and I just remember being like I'm going to bed I don't care anything about this Jesus has got me and I have kind of lived my life like that and so I am not a futuristic thinking planner Um, I'm not that girl
0: I well know that yeah <laughs>
1: Yes, you do. And so even this message is so counterintuitive to who I am in in my natural, which is why I know it is the Lord, because I'm not a planner even of, of next week. And, you know, I like to keep my, my options open. Right, right. And, you know, my schedule clear, because I don't know what I want to eat tomorrow. And, you know, I want to decide tomorrow. And so this is a real... Uh, a step of obedience for me to, to step out and to say what I feel like the Lord is showing me, but also to even think ahead, because that's not really, that's just not really who I am in my natural. But when I, when I hear the Lord, I know it's him. And I know he has said, you need to prepare, you need to prepare for what is coming so that there won't be fear in the days ahead."
0: Well, I think you and Lauren, are God's wisdom, in blending y'all together because she's a firebrand, and um, what I love about her is she's she's got boldness. I mean, she's bold as a lion, but she's not obnoxious. And like when you when she's not ministering in her gift, she's actually very calm and content and everything. So I think both of you in your ministry gifts, I see the Lord's hand putting y'all together. I think in time courage with Lauren and Amy is going to be very significant. I want to encourage we're wrapping up here today on Mavericks and Misfits, but I want to encourage um, all of you guys to go ahead and find that page on YouTube. Um, especially ladies like look guys I think that I, I'm going to watch it I'm going to watch it uh, so it's not an exclusively female thing but there's just not enough forums that are ministering substance to women and especially women that aren't bitter about having to be women in a you know male dominated society like I just, it's time for the women of God to step into their rightful places. It's time for the men who can help them to help them. But quite frankly, I don't really think they need men's help. They just need to recognize there's a place for them. And I think that this new podcast that you guys are going to do is gonna help thousands upon thousands of people. You did really good here today, so I would love to have you back. And so guys, what y'all need to do, Mavericks and Misfits listeners, send me emails to Jeff at MaverickMisfit.com requesting Amy back on the show. I will print them out. I will leave them on our on her pillow on our bed <laughs> and I can show her, see they want you back on the show. So finally we got to do it today But baby thank you for coming and being a part of it. And listen, again, I'm gonna give you two uh, give you Amy's contact Spiritual-mama.com. Spiritual-mama.com. That's just a way for you to connect with her. Or you can follow Amy on Facebook. You can follow, follow Lauren Atkinson, L-A-U-R-E-N Atkinson, on Facebook. And just get ready because by the time this comes out, the stuff that will start rolling out with End Time Courage will already be happening. So, all right, guys, time is gone. Thanks for tuning in today. We will have another podcast episode of Mavericks and Misfits next Tuesday. God bless.